Good morning and welcome to PSJA Java Chat, your morning chat with your favorite PSJISD instructional technology integration specialist, where we discuss edtech tools and trends with invited guests and, of course, our morning coffee. In episode 8 of Java Chat, February's elementary district tech integrator Gracie Tapia shares how she started loving technology, her calling as a teacher, and the integration of both. She tells us about how amazing it is to see her students become digital learners and encourage them to be self-sufficient in all aspects of life and learning. Hello, everyone, and good morning, and welcome to our new episode of Java Chat. Today, we are going to be interviewing and showcasing our amazing educator, Gracie Tapia from Sorensen Elementary. Good morning, Gracie. Good morning. <laughs> Gracie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're happy to be here with you, too. Gracie was our integrator of the month for elementary for the month of February. So let's start with just a brief question about yourself. About yourself. Tell us about your educational background. How did you start it with education? How did I start becoming a teacher? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is barely my fourth year teaching. Even though I feel like I've been teaching for many, many years, I have not. Uh-huh. This is barely my fourth year teaching. I did my student teaching actually at Sorensen Elementary. And I was with my mentor teacher, Ms. Chavez, and she left. And I interviewed and I got her spot. But so many people interviewed. I know so many people wanted that spot because it was kinder, it was English, and it was just a sought after spot. And I got there. So thank you, Mr. Castillo, for hiring me or for choosing me, <laughs> recommending me. And I've always wanted to be a teacher. So I, I never, I went to school to become a teacher. I never changed my mind. And I graduated in 2019. And I'm actually in school right now um, for my what? master's. Yeah, what are you studying? I am getting a master's in education, diversity, social justice, and equity in education. Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> a mouthful. It's a heavy, oh. yeah, it's a heavy, it's a heavy, like, the content is so heavy. It's hard. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is my second year teaching first grade. I did two years in kinder. I love kinder. I love first grade, but I love kinder more. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, how did you? We know you use a lot of technology, obviously, yeah. because you're were you know selected as your integrator of yeah. the campus and then the district. How did you get into technology? Um, I think this sounds so cheesy, but ever since I was a kid, I was like a little techie because my dad he used to work at a TSTC, and he was a director of the media center, so he always had like extra laptops, extra cameras, and we were never like video game kids. Like our parents didn't let us buy any 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 video game consoles. But like I remember playing like the Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Like when we were growing up. Yes. <laughs> old, old, old. Well, for me it's old. <laughs> and I don't know. It just always stuck with us. And I think we, I, me and my sisters, all, well, me the most. <laughs> I think we all have just like an affinity for technology because we were just like like what is it called immersed into it like so young but in the computer sense not like you know like how we said like video games and not stuff like that like computers so I think that's how I got into it and then I never let it go because it just makes things easier I guess everything's just there kind of like a phone but phones are toxic (laughs) you just reminded me of back of when AOL was like the thing when you said Mavis Beacon teaches typing because I think yeah. they used to send send the CDs 
a yes. Mink's Beacon and AOL in the middle. And I was just like, I just had flashback right now. Yes, when I was thinking of it, I think of the, it's like a, it's like a bus and you have to be typing the words and not like, it's, I don't know. I remember it very clearly. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to dive in a little bit more into your tech experience now. So I want to sh for you to share with us your experience about using technology in your classroom for instructional purposes. Um, I think it's been um, a good experience. I mean, besides like the learning, the obstacles of, you know, when things go wrong um, since my first year, <coughs> I started using technology, of course, because I, I mean, that was like, but it was so different then um, because back then when I first started the school, the students didn't have devices, mm -hmm. so it was harder. The only technology we had was the board. <coughs> Do we even have a new line board? I don't even remember. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, when when does this happen? But we had um, I don't even think I ever got to use a projector, to be honest. So I'm not even sure what my first year was. It was a blur because that's the year we left COVID in March. Uh -huh. Um, but I would use the stuff where the kids would go up, they would use a dock cam, and that's as big as it got because they didn't have a device to play Nearpod or Kahoot, you know? Um but it definitely, sorry, my alarm's going off to take my vitamins. Because <laughs> I forget everything. Um, but I think now that my, now that my whole class knows how to use everything that we use, like they, they're, they're fluent in it. They know how to navigate everything. And it's not like a waiting game for them to like understand it. It's much more, it's easier. And I look forward to it more because before it was like, a headache you know like <laughs> these kids don't know how to do this <laughs> but they're, they're little at uh, first grade so they're learning and and mm -hmm. i just give them props to props for picking it up and i think it's just fun for them to make everything like a game and a contest that like motivates them you know i'm always like oh let's see who can whoever gets here first like whoever can sign in first email and password like i always have like a prize box oh you're gonna get a prize wow. top 10 kids like not not the top three i do the top 10 to wow more kids um so anyway my experience has been good i think that that's but, a good incentive for yeah. for them to start from like especially like for first first grade to start typing and learning how to I log think, in yes and and i have them do typing club now so it teaches them how to place their fingers on the keyboard you know like where their fingers belong so I see them trying and their fingers are like smaller. <laughs> so their fingers are trying to reach the A or the, the, the A with their pinky. And it's funny, but they got it. They, they're picking it up. <laughs> Amazing. And everybody loves incentives. Everyone I know. Loves it. Oh, back in the day, four years ago, I was thinking about computers in your classroom. There at least were maybe one or two computers in your classroom. Yeah, like the desktop. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. Desktop. <laughs> but no iPads. We didn't have iPads yet. And yeah, the first year I taught, it was 2019, 2020. So 2020 is when we left school. So I never had like a normal year. That's why I feel like sometimes I'm a new teacher because that year we left suddenly. Second year was like 100% virtual, hard. And then last year, everybody was all like COVID, like the mask. Everybody was separated. Coming back. So this is my first normal year. <laughs> That's good. We're finally kind of back to that. This Whatever year. normal is. Right? No yeah. year is normal. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know you use a lot of technology, like with your students, and that's awesome. 
What is your favorite tech tool that you utilize in your teaching? And feel free to tell us more than more than one if you, you know, have one or other ones that you use. Okay, I hope this is a tech tool because my favorite thing is good notes. I think it's like my it's like my Bible. Like my kids, I'm always like the good notes, the good notes app because like they use it too. And really the whole iPad, I, I know it's a whole device, but I have everything on there. I have the curriculum, I have the activities I'm gonna do, everything, everything is on my iPad. And the, the all the scope and sequences that we have, the years in view. So if I, when I'm replacing my teaks, I, I don't have to go into my computer, go to OneDrive, go to find the career, or even the document when we download on the computer, it's a mess, because I have so many. Um, so on my iPad, I have everything there. I just go to the iPad, look, change the, the kids help me change the teaks. Um, as long as I remember to charge, charge my iPad, which I made it a, a class job. I made Perfect. it a class job because I thought smarter, not harder. I was like, okay, you're the one who's going to remind me to charge the iPad and the stylus today. So um, I think that's my favorite. I mean, I love, you know, Kahoot and Nearpod. Those are the two main ones I use. But I think good notes because even my kids use the good notes and they already know how to work it. And they know that because you know how you can hide the interface and up there it's showing is just like what you're working on. It doesn't show like the writing tools. They already know how to navigate the one that's on the iPad. They already know how to do the highlighter, the pen. So Great. yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Great. <laughs> Yeah. So you have them show their work as well and connect. So that's amazing. Yeah, so they're doing yeah. their work. And it's I prefer it over, you know, stay, sitting at the dock cam and stationary or at my desk. Yesterday I was sitting on a table crisscross, applesauce, and I had my <laughs> iPad on and I had my little speaker that they gave us. They gave us like those, um, you know, those little microphones. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Right. And I'm we're doing math and I'm there, da, da, da. And they're like, why are you on the table? I'm like, because I'm comfy over here. <laughs> you guys look that way. <laughs> so I get to move around and if the kid's not picking it up or if I see someone struggling, it's easy for me to be helping them while I'm, I continue and I don't waste time, like getting up from my desk, going to check on them, you know? So... Yeah, that's my favorite. And that's what we, that's active teaching. It's like <laughs> walking around and being in the power zone and being there for supporting you. That's, that's the best way to use technology or the way to use technology pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And, and that's what we've been promoting. And good to see you again, Gracie. Good morning. Um, and that's what, and, and kind of piggybacking off of what you guys were talking about and Valentin was just saying, that's something we've been trying to promote at all grade levels and we've seen it work really well at elementary because um they were the first of the grade levels to kind of get the ipads more so than the other levels and so we're mm -hmm. trying we're trying hard to kind of spread that goodness that good note test to offer and the good thing about it is i i know you were saying oh uh, my files are a mess they're everywhere right yeah. well the cool thing i like about good notes is that also the i'm the same way I'm the, I'm the same way but i like how you could take a photo of a of a worksheet and then you yeah. can put it up on the on the board and then you can annotate that way so that's one of the yeah. good things for people like us who might have files all over the place and we don't know papers yeah, keep papers. <laughs> yeah i've been collecting like um the can miss chavez the teacher i was my mentor teacher she gave me because she left teaching she went to something else she gave me all her months activities papers oh wow she left everything. She said, you can have it all. So I have January, March, April, May, but it's paper. 
and I make the paper for the kids, but I don't want to have paper, you know, like going through paper. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I scan everything. I don't have enough my view books and my, I don't have one mine. Like I don't have an extra one for me. So I scan the my view book pages and I do it all from my iPad and my, I, the good notes is my most organized thing in my life because it's for work. Everything else is a mess. So, so, so you you know there's a, a a new thing that we started promoting that is called Lumen, which is for editing PDFs. So if you want to scan them and then share them in Google Classroom with your students, they can go and edit, edit virtually, them. and you don't have to do any more copies. <sighs> Paper, no more. <laughs> I know. I'll, we we can show you about it. We 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 created a little training for it, and and oh, and we're here. Yeah. Hey, okay. hey, so Gracie, kind of, we went, we're going from your favorite tech tool and we're going to kind of go in an opposite direction here. Uh, <laughs> what challenges have you faced when using technology in your classroom? Um, I just think that with every student, it's, it's like a different experience, you know, because you have kids who are like exposed to technology, they use it, they have an, a device at home, um, their parents let them free reign on their com their laptops, computers, and then you have other kids who don't have those devices at home. They're not like, they don't have that like prior background knowledge. So it's a little harder. Um, and I think teaching them a new platform, at the beginning of the year, we started using Kahoot, I mean, uh, Nearpod. They were like, what is this, the question popping up? And well, they didn't really know how to type well. They were, you know, like <laughs> with, their, with their fingers. And it just, it slows things down a little, but I mean, that's, that's how it is every year in the beginning of the year. Everything is slower paced. Mm -hmm. They're getting into the routine of things. Um, so also technology, computers, the Wi-Fi, it's super unpredictable. <laughs> like, And it, it doesn't even have to be all the kids, but if it's a couple kids, then my computer is not working. <laughs> I have a couple who get frustrated and cry. And I'm like, it's okay, calm down. Like. Let's let, we can figure it out. You just get with the partner, you know. Like um, we're gonna figure it out. I try to stay calm and like open-minded. Like they're they something's gonna happen, you know. So I expect that something's gonna go wrong. And um, a part of the learning process. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for me uh, and for them. Because yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm and you have like, to have what do you mean? It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love your confidence, how you, how you you're, well, the way you're talking, you exude the way that you deal with the situations is amazing. So like right now, if you think about how your students are doing at the beginning of the year, you're in a, the, you're the, to me, think about it, you're in the transition grade. They're yeah. going from iPads to Chromebooks, starting to type. They're getting a little bit more comfortable within themselves as well as kids. So great job. Yeah, and actually, I think, no, did they start with, no, that, that was last year. Last year, our kids had iPads in the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. and then they switched them to Chromebooks, and it was, like, in the middle of the year. Yeah, it was hard because they already had gotten used to the iPad, mm -hmm. and then they all of a sudden had this computer in front of them mm -hmm. with the key. You couldn't, like, touch everything. You had to, you know, use, sometimes the, you know, sometimes the touchscreen doesn't work. You had to type with this and it, it just looks different. iPad and the computer look different. Right. Um, yeah, I think I, I think they finally got unlocked, but I still have those moments where maybe when they're taking a test, like some kids, I still have to print the test out for them. Like they, they can't do it on the computer, um, which is okay. I mean, we differentiate like lessons. We can differentiate the way they use the technology. So yeah. yeah. 
So we talked a little bit about your background already. And we talk now about your education and how you've seen technology. Now let's talk about your life. How has technology changed your view in life, your personal life? You think about now, right now, and technology. Like, because it's every day. We use technology every single day. We use it every day, right? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I do. I do like that. It like I don't know. Technology like allows us to have so much information. I told my kids that information, um, like at our fingertips, it's good. It provides us like connections to people, resources. I don't know. I use. That's like my main form of communication sometimes with people, you know, like family members. But I'm not gonna lie on this Java chat. <laughs> <laughs> in the personal life, I don't know. I think it's important to keep like a healthy balance, you know, um, time on your phone or your computer. I think I use technology so much at work that on the weekends I try to take a break from it. I try to not be on my phone so much. I try to pick up a book, try to read, try to tend to my garden. Um, but then I also use it for that, you know, I, I use plant apps, you know, or I use, I, I go watch birds, I use birdie apps, you know, like everything is, I use it in my, you know, like non-technology life. Um, so, I mean, it just reminds me to kind of stay in the moment because it's so crazy how everything is just like on our phone, you know, like the good news, the bad news and the bad news is depressing, right? So. I try to stay off of it during the week because um, during the week I am always on the computer, you know, or like I'm on class dojo. Class dojo is like a school Facebook, right? Like the parents are messaging me. I'm checking the news feed. Like, <laughs> so yeah, balance, balance, I think. Good. You need to unplug every now and then. Yeah, because me and my co me and Rita, my other another first grade teacher, we've been working. We were working on the yearbook, and we were finishing up last week, and we're on the deadline, and we're just kind of like plugged to the computer, like up until Good Friday. Like Friday, we were working, and I was like, my eyes hurt. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't like been staring at the computer for so long, you know, like working on something, and we were like tired, had a headache. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. So I know earlier you talked a little bit about your dad, you know, and his job and how that kind of inspired you to teach and get into technology a little bit. Is there any other people or person in particular that helped um, inspire you to use technology in your classroom? Hmm. I guess not necessarily a person when it comes to the classroom. So I did go to the NT, NTC, the new teacher I don't know what the C stands for. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> and I remember them teaching us some tech tools, some like resources we could use online. Um, but other than that, no, it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I love it. Yeah. Kind of self-learning. That's what we I am myself inspired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am woman, I roar. <laughs> And well, and well, that's my second year. Um, I forgot who was the CIT. Oh, it was uh, Denise. Denise. Um, she helped me a little bit because I was kind of like, oh no, I don't know if my kids can do that because I was so used to them not having a device, but then they got them and I was like nervous. But then she did help me get into it a little bit more. And then I did CIT for one year. Oh, scary. Because <laughs> it was the you year. Did an excellent job. As it was the year of. 
COVID, we were virtual. So it was like I was just tech support for everybody, parents and my coworkers, which I'm happy because that means they were like trying, you know. Uh, but yeah, that year was a trip. <laughs> yeah, well, I that's a good yeah. point because the CITs are an excellent resource for any yeah. teacher at any yeah. campus. Yeah, for instructional, you know, help with technology. And so were you guys, so were you, because I remember messaging you all the time, too, because <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm glad that they went to you because I'm sure that that was um, a really great moment for you to learn a significant amount of stuff about technology, probably not only um, software, but probably even hardware stuff, because yeah. I know even when I would go over to your class a few times uh, last year, uh, we would have your team would be either yeah. in your room or in Miss Lemus's room yeah. and we're all trying to figure this stuff out together and yeah. those were good times but um well let me go on to the next question here um we all have some teachers we all know of of teachers maybe that we've met either at our school or a different school that that you know maybe are set in their ways and they don't utilize technology in a way that could be more beneficial for not only them but their students as well what advice would you have for a teacher that is reluctant to integrate technology in their classroom hmm. just do it no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. no i think it's like never like an easy thing to like jump into especially because i mean when i when I started teaching, well, like my cohort, like my team, they've all been teaching for longer than I have. You know, many of the teachers have been um, teaching longer than I have. So I always felt kind of bad, like trying to like push it because I'm, I like, to me, I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're like a noob, a newbie, you know, like they've been teaching longer than you. Um, but I think that it's nothing is like easy or like laid out in front of you. Like you have to be willing to learn it. And the good thing is that, like, with your students, I mean, you can learn with them because I still learn from them stuff like Prodigy, that game that's on Clever. Um, it's like a video game, but they're doing math and they're doing reading. And I'm like, I don't know how that works. And they're there, look, this is how you do it. And they know the ins and outs of that game, but some of them still can't use Google Classroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, come on, guys. So I think if you, look, you look at it as positive light, um, we just have to be open-minded willing to learn something different, many things different because there's so many, there's so many things you can use online. I know you guys lay out a bunch of stuff. Of course, you don't have to use everything, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe start small, like um, put in a Kahoot game here and there. Uh, one of my coworkers started using that because um, some of her kids have a hard time with technology, but she just kind of like slipped it in there one and once and they did good. So now she's using it more and more often. Um, and 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 you guys, Debbie, Valentine, Marco, Senaida, I think you guys have so many, so many, so many <laughs> videos already done. You've done trainings. You have these chats, everything. So ask for help, you know. And I think there's always someone willing to help. Like like I told you when I was doing the CIT, um, I I I feel like I was just on ten hour tech support, but. They wanted to learn so i think yeah. all the teachers at my school i don't know about every school <laughs> but <laughs> at my school they always ask for help and even though i'm not the cit anymore i still get like miss tapia can you help me with this <laughs> and That's i love awesome. to help i love to help so i'm glad that they still you know ask for help um so just keep an open mind try you're not like alone learning like everybody had to learn like yeah like a 
education changes, technology changes, we have to also be willing to change. I like that. Moral of the story is it's okay to ask yeah. for help because yeah. even as much as you know, people might think me, Debbie, and Valentine know we don't know everything until we yeah. we ourselves ask people for help. And so mm -hmm. I I like that message. It's it's um just like anything else in education technology, we're lifelong learners. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that, Marco. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what who told me that Miss Urbina, Mr. Castillo told me when I was interviewing for my teaching job. They told me that and I'm like, oh I'm gonna say that forever now. <laughs> we're lifelong learners and we just need to adapt. Like we expect the kids to adapt and learn in the situations we also have to be willing to. And the cool thing is that if they feel comfortable coming to you and ask you because they already yeah. know that you're you have some expertise in technology and they feel comfortable. Yeah. But if not, I will I'm going to plug in something. Send them our way. We're here to support educators. And with that, I actually put the little link of our okay. instructional technology YouTube page with our landing page with our playlists. Uh, so for those of you watching the recording, go to YouTube and just put PSJ instructional technology because you won't be able to see the chat right now if you're not here live. But on another note, let's we're going to conclude this with um, this question. So I want just to tell us about because we all had those aha moments or those uh, moments that were like, oh my God, technology was amazing. What was what's been one of your proudest moments using technology? And think about you as an educator. What has set you apart from other educators? What makes you, Gracie Tapia, the amazingness that you are? Okay, first question. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> um, me, let me get water. Um, my proudest moment, it's like a general moment because I, I don't know if I had like just one like, oh my God, you got it, like if I remember. <laughs> but I think my students, like as a group, them just finally like it clicking and us having like a smooth transi transition, like, signing typing their email typing their password getting into google classroom getting into like with with no hiccups because i've had it done before um <laughs> uh, many times but the first time it happened i was like i didn't even say anything i didn't call attention to it i was like yes like they got it like nobody was like i can't get in you know like those like cries for help um and i think them just finally like now they know how to navigate Nearpod and Kahoot smoothly. Like there's no like, I don't know the game pin. Like they're, they already know it's up there, you type it, you know? Um, and using it efficiently because I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it's hard for them sometimes because they're little. And in, that's in the classroom, but also aside from the classroom, I don't know if this counts. <laughs> like I told you, me and Rita were doing the yearbook and the yearbook software it was our first time using it and it was hard i was like this is one the font's boring it looks lame like the graphics are so old school and we were like what do we do and like it was hard and we're like let's just do everything on canva so we did the whole yearbook on canva like the whole 85 pages we did on canva we did it like this and it looks awesome you know because canva's so fun and we know how to use it like the back of our hand. So shout out to Canva. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Great the other part of the question, what sets me apart? I don't know. I feel like I'm like, I'm like a hippie. Like, I don't think I'm like, I don't think I can like set myself apart from the other teachers. You know, I think that we all do the best 
we can with what we can and we're just trying to survive and teach these kids and some people just have um, a different way of getting there um, and then we just care about you know our students educational success their emotional health at least we I hope we all do <laughs> <laughs> and I do and I do you guys know you walked into my room I don't, I, I'm, I'm hoping teachers do this because I think it's just good especially for the little kids maybe even like older kids I do tell my kids all the time like oh I'm a star you know like you guys heard them there you 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 walked in and they're like she's a star so I do try to like you said you took the words out of my mouth exude like confidence that like oh I know this like um I I can learn it I even though it's hard like I tell them like oh I don't know like let me look it up because I don't know everything you know I think it's important to like humanize yourself in front of the kids you know like let them know I am not like I don't know I'm not better than you um I think that's like the hippie in me talking right because I'm like I'm not like and I think um Miss Chavez taught me that shout out Miss Chavez like you want your kids to know like you don't know everything and um but I promise I'm not like that at home I'm like super chill I'm like an old lady <laughs> I just you know, put that on for the kids because when they're confident in themselves, they're confident in their learning. So put that on the t-shirt. Amazing. Amazing, Gracie. Um, we want to thank you for the time that you had to spend for the, with us this morning for this interview. Um, if there's anybody that has any questions from our audience, go ahead and type in, uh, unmute yourself, ask a question to Gracie. But we want to invite you also, Gracie, we sent an email yesterday for our third annual virtual technology conference and we want you to apply and send a proposal because we think you're amazing. We uh, Ultimately, I feel like what sets you apart is your charisma you have huge humanity like you enter into your classroom and the love is there you feel welcome the students are happy you're you're teaching those little ones key, key skills for the 21st century and be ready those second grade teachers have it easy now we already know this <laughs> yeah no, no thank you're you really building up it. their self-esteem which is so important as well Yes, I think it is because that's how my teachers were when I was in elementary. They were so awesome. I still remember all their names from elementary, middle school, not so much, but elementary. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I said I stayed in the with my camera off, but I was listening to, to everything. Yes, uh, Miss Gracie's amazing. I got I mean, I get to work with her and I got to work with her at the beginning of the year. A little bit more. Uh, thank you, Miss Gracie, for your positive attitude and and just your enthusiasm uh, towards your students. I mean, it's really uh, we know and we hear about teaching right now, right? And we hear yeah. about how everybody is kind of have, going through that challenge of you know coming back from pandemic and trying yeah. to restart everything and bring back everything that we had and more, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but um, it's awesome to see you because I, I always think that way, like, OK, we need to think positive. We need to yeah. um, that negative, you know, mindset is not going to help us right now. And I think, you know, I, I appreciate that. And I want to thank you for that, because that's what we need. We need we really need that 
to keep uh, thinking positive, keep moving forward. Our students are our students. They haven't changed from pre-pandemic yes. or anything. They're yeah. still students, and yeah. and 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 sometimes it's it's uh, not forgetting about what we were doing that was really good before. But now I think we're equipped with a lot more with technology, yeah. right? One hundred percent. Yeah, all about changing, keeping up, keeping up with the times. I, I hate saying, <laughs> but it's true, you know. Like they already, oh, and my my I, my my tablet just reached home, and they want to show me. I'm like, okay, well, maybe do it later. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. It's the only way we're gonna like get through the years, right? Because I think your your teacher mostly teachers teach forever, right? They we're never gonna need. <laughs> And that's great. That's great. That's what our babies need. <laughs> yeah, they I need that positive that attitude because mm-hmm. that's they're little sponges. And if we like, like Ms. Gonzalez was saying, I'm like, if we're positive, that's what they're getting. They're yeah. getting that positivity. Not only them, ourselves, and the people around you. With that attitude, you change the teachers that are around you that might not be as positive anymore. So that's what we appreciate seeing in, in you, crazy. Yeah, oh, I tried. I told you it was all about you today. Hey, thank you. I don't feel I'm ready for the day. Uh, and you know what? Yesterday I had my uh, my like the unannounced observation. And you know how that goes. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And I was like, oh, I'm so grand. I was like, oh, it's okay. Like you know, they're kids. I was like, oh, it's okay. Like you know, they're kids. I was like, oh, really, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Just one day, like everybody has those days, you know. Everybody makes mistakes. Okay, sorry, that was Hannah Montana. Anyway, thank you guys for having me. I have ADD, that's why I sound like the coffee is getting too. <laughs> but you're drinking water. I'm drinking